Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we're joined again by our friend Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thank you guys for having me. Thanks for joining us. Tell folks where they can find you at on the on the interwebs. <laughs> yeah. So I have a blog, which is uh, ryanarnoldreviews.weebly.com. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. And my twin, Twitter uh, handle is um, Arnold underscore at movies. Um, and I also, if you have Letterbox, I recently made the jump and I do have a Letterbox now. <laughs> um, and my handle for Letterbox is the same as my Twitter handle. <laughs> I've enjoyed following you on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, you put me to shame as, as far as how many <laughs> movies you watch. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you, you watch a lot of movies, so this uh, <laughs> is inspiring me to to get my act together. So we're here to talk today about uh, the new Wes Anderson joint called <laughs> the the French Dispatch. <clears throat> Ashley, uh, tell us about it. All right, I'm going to do my best because it's kind of an unusual film, but so. It's set in a small town in France where there's a group of journalists who are writing for a magazine that is published in a newspaper in Kansas. I think I have that right. And this this magazine is very not unlike The New Yorker. And the movie is basically a depiction of three of the featured articles in a particular edition of this magazine. And the first one, the journalist is Tilda Swinton, played by Tilda Swinton. And she <laughs> she narrates um, a story about a painter who is also in prison. And he kind of develops this unique um, artistic style. So that's kind of just briefly the first one. The second story is about um, a student uprising. And the journalist there is played by Frances McDormand, and she kind of forms a relationship with the leader of the um, students, and that's uh, played by Timothy Chalamet. And the third uh, story, um, the the journalist is played by Jeffrey Wright, and he is, I think, writing a story about the police commissioner chef, and but then the police commissioner chef, um, or no, the police commissioner's child gets abducted. And it kind of becomes this kidnapping caper. And so those are, that's kind of the three stories that we see depicted um, in Wes Anderson's very unique style. So, Ryan, what did you think about the movie? So I, I am a big Wes Anderson fan, and I have been for a long time. I really enjoyed The French Dispatch. Um, I don't think it exceeds, you know, it's up to the heights as um, some of his other movies like uh, the... Grand Budapest Hotel or Moonrise Kingdom, um, but it's it's very very well done. Um, it's very well crafted. It's visually probably one of his most striking uh, films that he's made uh, to date. Um, I described it in my review as Wes Anderson's most Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> um, he he takes it up to another like dial um, on his kind of wackiness and his um, kind of wild side, you know, witty humor. Um, what I really enjoyed with this is how it was a his first anthology film, all three unique different stories. The only person that really crossed over between all three stories was Bill M- uh, Murray's character, who plays the um, uh, the uh, head head editor at the um, the newspaper, the French Dispatch. Um, so he's the only one that kind of you see him throughout 
um, all three stories and he kind of connects everything together. Um, what I also really enjoyed with this uh, film was how uh, Wes Anderson would cut between colored scenes and black and white sequences. Um, and sometimes he would just flip it on a dime. Um, he did that in all three um, uh, stories, which I thought was very unique on how he did that. Um, but overall, I really liked this movie. Just a, a nice film to see and the theater I've been waiting to see this in the movie theaters for a very long time. Um, has been delayed with COVID, but, um, I, I had a, a lot of fun watching this movie. <clears throat> yeah. Um, overall I ended up being won over by this film. <clears throat> it is very Wes Anderson. So you either know what I mean by that or you don't, uh, if you're not familiar with him, he does have a certain style. Um, if you are familiar with him, just imagine the style turned up to 11. Uh, it's this. I was just watching this movie. It was hard for me to... I found it a little impenetrable at first because it's just so twee and, and, and Wes Anderson-y. Um, but it kind of charmed me. I, as I was leaving the theater, I was like, you know, this movie's kind of charming in its own quirky Wes Anderson way. Um so I also am on Letterboxd. You can find me there under Champagne Matt. And I have seen seven Wes Anderson movies, and I made a Letterboxd <laughs> list. I placed this fifth out of seven. Although I've liked all of them to a certain extent. Um, I feel like the strongest, or the it's weird, These all, all three of these segments have, I think they're, I guess you could say they're strengths and weaknesses. Although I will say that... Um, I found maybe the weakest one to be the middle one, unfortunately, with uh, my boy Timothy. Um, I just didn't think like there was a lot of there there. Um, and it's weird. It, it, it purports to be about a student, you know, student uprisings in the 60s in, in, in France. But I honestly thought it was more about love, sort of like this love that Frances McDormand, she kind of, I don't know if you call it love, but she falls for him as, as Ashley kind of mentioned. Uh, and, and there's another uh, there's a younger woman, more his age that likes him too. Um, that almost seemed to kind of be ultimately what it was about. Um, I found the third one I thought was the most engaging is, is interesting earlier in the movie, as I was thinking how twee this whole thing was <laughs> and how Wes Anderson's um, movies typically are a certain style. I thought to myself, like, you know, Wes Anderson, he should just, his movies would be really good as a cartoon. <laughs> um, and I don't mean like stop motion, like Fantastic Mr. Fox cartoon. I mean like a straight up animated cartoon movie. And then in the third segment, boom, part of it just becomes a cartoon. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, there we go. Um, and then the, the first segment I thought was, was, was all right. Um, that's the one with uh, Benicio del Toro, Adrian Brody. And then, I'm going to mangle her name, but uh, Leah Sado, um, who we had just seen <clears throat> last month as well in um, No Time to Die. And you get to see all of her in, in the <laughs> French Dispatch. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of Wes Anderson. I love the Wes Anderson, what I'll say, aesthetic. And, you know, he just has this unique... Um, way of staging a scene 
and everything is beautifully photographed and it is kind of cute, cutesy and quirky and twee as you described it. Um, and, and this is that aesthetic on steroids. I think we've all agreed on that. Um, so I can totally understand if, if people maybe find it to be too much. Um, personally, I, you know, I had a, just viewing the, the look of the film, I had a grin on my face the whole time and, you know, not even getting into the quality of the actual plot and the three different stories, just the look of it and the, the, the creativity that goes into it. Um, I really loved, I think in the second story, there's a scene where one of the characters is telling about events that have happened to him kind of off screen and it's depicted as its own little stage play and just creative things like that. Um, I really love. So just, you know, on that, on those merits alone, I appreciated the movie. Now, I thought the three stories themselves were not the strongest. Um, and none of them really touched me emotionally. So, you know, I'm, in, I'm enamored with the look of the film, but the stories themselves um, were not completely engaging. Um, I thought, of, you know, it's interesting on an intellectual level. There's, there's a lot of talk about art and, and politics. So it's engaging in that sense. In, the, in, in a sense that a lot of movies never are. Um, but on an emotional level, it never really grabbed me. So that's my big issue with this movie, even though all, overall I quite liked it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think that was a, a bit of a, uh, it, its pitfall is how each of the stories, because they're all their own unique uh, form and they don't cross over into the next thing, they kind of just stop. And so you kind of lose that um, engagement or emotion after it's done. And then you go to the next story. Um, but it is all very creative. It is very imaginative. It's very Wes Anderson. Um, the first story was actually my favorite of all three. If if I was judge, judging them on which one I liked the most. And I know Glennis and I talked about this afterwards and hers was actually the third one. She really liked um, the, the kid in it. And how, you know the story of being kidnapped, the cat and mouse game. There, she really liked that. I really liked um, the uh, story in the first one with the police officer, who's played by Leah Sedu, and uh, the painter um, Benicio del Toro. Um, I, I really liked their chemistry in the first one. That really um, striked me, and I thought that was just really well done, and that really engaged me. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's very creative. Um, it's very imaginative, um, but also, you know, it does have some shortcomings in its engagement with carrying on throughout the movie on how it just kind of stops and we start a new story over. Um, interesting enough is I'm, I'm going to Matt's first thing with him ranking his the Wes Anderson movies. I actually have The French Dispatch at number five as well if, if I, when I ranked them out of all, all ten Wes Anderson films. <laughs> so, which I just thought was kind of... Uh, funny how we both ranked it right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just as a quick aside about the, the middle story, the, 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 the French one, the, well, they're all French, but the, the one with the student uprising, I couldn't help but think of film critic Roger Ebert because I remember reading something he wrote one time and I don't know where it was at, but he talked about, you know, he was in his, you know, 
twenties back in the 1960s. And he decided to go to France for some reason. And there was just all this upheaval. And he remembers standing out like on a street one time and like looking down the way and there was, you know, the student uprising occurring. And he thought like he was just observing it from a distance. And then before he knew it, they were all like charging towards his direction. And he, he, I think he felt it was both exhilarating and frightening at the same time. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, oh, well, you know, because every, every now and then there'll be a movie that'll come along and I'll be like, oh, I wonder what Roger Ebert would have thought of this. And mm-hmm. I thought about that when I was watching this uh, this movie. That's funny. I thought of that, too. And not necessarily for that reason, but just because it's a movie about, well, it's an homage to or it's a tribute to journalism. Um, it's a celebration of journalism. And there's kind of a nostalgic feel to the movie. So it's kind of like a journalism that no longer exists or, you know, a bygone era of journalism. Mm -hmm. And that made me think of him as well. Mm. The end credits are cool. They're all like, um, you know, pretend covers. Obviously, this is a pretend magazine. You know, it doesn't really exist. But, you know, covers of the magazine. Mm -hmm. And they're very, as you said earlier, Ashley, New Yorkerish. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you dig that kind of thing, you'll like the ending credits. So what would you give this out of uh, 10, Ryan? Uh, I would put it right at a 8.5. Okay, Ashley? I was going to give it an 8. Okay. I give it a uh, 7. And so if I can do my math here real (laughs) quick, our score is a 7.8. And it is on the tomato meter. It has a 75% fresh from critics and a audience score of 77%. And uh, thank you for joining us again, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.